All right. Oh, so you said it's no video or look, now I'm talking. <laughs> no, nah, you good. All right, okay. about to jump right to it. All right, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of A Name Tag is Necessary. I'm Name Tag Alexander, your host. Listen, I got the link in the description of this episode. When y'all check it out, the EP is out, Work, Win, Repeat 2, Volume 2 of the series. Uh, volume 3, actually wrapping that up, so can't really call when I'm going to put that out. But just know that it's done. We're getting the mixes done for that and everything. We got merch um, available as well once you click that link in the description. But just to get right into it, because I hate taking up y'all time with all the the um, the promo and everything, because I, I just like getting right to the conversation. We got somebody from Georgia that's on the line right now. You know what I'm saying? So uh, finally met, you know what I'm saying, through right. the chat. You know what I mean? Been kicking in about a lot of music, of course. and But also my favorite, uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know what I mean? So. She's an MC like myself, a songwriter and a producer also, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you said something. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, she, she made the beat. She produced, she produced. Yeah, yeah. you mentioned something about Logic. And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah so, <laughs> but before I even get to talking more, Rogue Dynamo was really good. What's going on? What's up? Thank you for having me. I'm excited. <laughs> 100%. But listen, before, because the name is so dope, can you please break it down? Because it's interesting that I got the Marvel of the Minds podcast and also this one as well. But can you please give a brief breakdown of how the name came about? Sure. Um. So I used to be just Rogue. Um, and then a couple of the DJs were calling me Rogue MC, just the way that I was like, you know, on stage and handling the crowd and everything. Um, uh-huh. But I kind of wanted something that was more, you know, a name that I gave myself. And so yeah. basically I deal with a lot of, uh, let's see, balance. So like okay. a yin and a yang. So I wanted the hero as well as the villain. So of course I love Rogue, yeah. but then I was like, oh, what can go with it? And then for some reason, just Dynamo popped into my head. And then I was like, oh, that's dope because there's Crimson Dynamo, you know? Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fire. So it, it let me know right there. I was like, once I saw the name, I said, oh, I see what's up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so then I started paying attention to the stories a little more. I said, mm-hmm. oh, she wanted them. Oh, she one of us. Right, <laughs> she right, one of right, us yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love that though. Like just the fact that because for me, and I mentioned to you to this to you before, as far as like how something about like those comics and, and the cartoons and the films that just can inspire the pen. It can inspire the music. And I don't know how right. it does it, but it just does. You know what I'm saying? And just it's to kind of break the ice to get right. In, absolutely, exactly. Yeah. And just to mm-hmm. kind of break the ice to really get into it, because I feel like music is the connective tissue i would say as far as like just something that you know with it, it lets you know things that people have in common like music is that connection right there i always mm-hmm. say music um and drugs for some <laughs> hey, you know. uh, <laughs> Won't judge. Then, then even though the topic to this day is still taboo sex in some cases mm-hmm. but music for sure though that just unites everybody you got people that perform in countries where people don't even know the language but they right. know those songs you know what i'm saying so one thing that I can think of as far as like our all-time favorite songs, if you can name three of your all-time favorite songs that are like, I will say, because because music, it, it invokes feeling. So mm-hmm. what are your three all-time favorite songs that make you just feel great about life and why for those songs? Oh, I have so many songs that make me feel that way. Um, I mean, I could really just go down a list, but... Uh... I'd have to say just off the top of my head. So I listen to all different genres. So I'm about to say Mm -hmm. some random artists here. Um, There's a group called 
M83. And yeah, they make like electronic music and they have this song called Steve McQueen. And I love that because like the music sounds really like uplifting and it's Mm -hmm. just almost like an experience. And the lyrics are just talking about like just beautiful things like nothing can stop me and like there's a magic inside and it's just like really inspiring it just makes me feel good yeah so you invokes that feeling yeah yeah yeah. you say m83 and the joint is called steve mcqueen i'm gonna try to keep that in Mm -hmm. mind yeah Yeah. i love it so it's a little different you know for some people but but i love it um let's see the other ones let's see uh Oh, so another one, um, MGMT Electric Feel. Like okay. that song is super old, but anytime I hear it, I'm just it just you can't help but to feel good when you hear that song. Yeah. Um, and then I'll say Kid Cuddy, just what I am, because he's like, I'm just what you made, guy, you know, like <laughs> nope. it's it's about acceptance, you know. So I just I really love it. Yeah, I like this particular question because to me, I, it always lets me see like, okay, what what are the people going to bring to the table that's outside of hip hop? So yeah. when you said the first one, you like, it's electric. I said, dope. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see where she go. And then the next one, it was like, electric. Like, okay, dope. And then Kid Cudi, like, he dances that fine line between, like, right. I don't even know, like, like even from day one, when I first heard him, like, with Day and Night, I'm like, dang, do we even place this as hip hop? You know what I mean? It was so right. different. It's so it was like, that's, that's what's so special about him to me as an artist. Like, he has an influence clearly from hip hop mm-hmm. he influenced other hip hop artists like it's a lot of kid cuddy babies in the game today yeah for you sure know what i mean so for sure but it's just interesting like seeing that so yeah I, those are some dope selections i still got them in memory too and honestly just, what's so interesting about it is like to me i feel like he's kind of from the lupe fiasco yeah tree. now that yes. might be a little controversial given you know whatever but yeah i mean i think that's the hip-hop influence and he just took it to where you know he was yeah, because it. with lupe wouldn't it like for worldly lupe got obviously it was mixtapes prior but worldly he got introduced to uh touch the sky and then mm-hmm. there was kick push yeah. But also it was like, what year was that? That was probably around like maybe kick push, I believe it was like 06, maybe teetering into 07, I feel like. like that. Yeah. And then with Kid Cuddy with Day and Night, when that came into place, that was maybe like a couple years following, I feel mm-hmm. like. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So around that time, that's when Lupe was really like who he was going into the cool album, I feel like around that time. So yeah, that makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. That's dope. Yeah, damn. I didn't even think about it that way. Time mm-hmm. just moving. You're talking about, I said, oh, six. We in it. All <laughs> right. I love Lupe. <laughs> nah, that's too, that's crazy. Lupe. <laughs> Man, incredible. Like two classic albums. You know what I'm saying? Under yeah. we, more, more, I would say more than two, but from what we know with Food and Liquor and then the cool, right. just like, ah, phenomenal work. Mm-hmm. Where, where do you stand now? Because one of the questions that I have is the current landscape of hip hop on a mainstream level. How do you feel about it? And I say mainstream because with the underground, we we already understand like on an underground level, to me, it's always influenced what happens in the mainstream and they kind of take from that and they have like more funding so it can push like the mainstream. I live in Atlanta. I've seen it. (laughs) Yeah. I'll see. See what I'm saying? So where do you stand on it now as far as like the current landscape from a mainstream side? And do you is there anything you feel like you would like to see change? So from a mainstream side, like, you know, again, me all about balance. So like it's missing the balance, you know, that's my personal opinion. Um, It's very one sided. You know, I think a lot of the artists that, um, 
you know, have, um, I guess, staying power. You can yeah. tell that that they kind of studied when there was a time where you had two different artists. You know what I mean? Yeah. They can make diverse types of music so they could turn up with you. But at the same time, they could say something that makes you think as well. And I think yeah. that's what makes them have staying power. So the issue is that we have so many new artists that um, are being promoted in the mainstream because, you know, the other ones do exist. But so many that are being promoted in the mainstream that are just very one note. You know, yeah. people are like, oh, they have the same flow. They make the same mm -hmm. song. And it's like, well, there's no balance. There's no balance in them, at least that they're able to release because who knows what the label is telling them, you yeah. know. Um, exactly. It stands yeah. out to me so much. Just like after seeing this one Ice Cube interview and he was like, yeah, man, it's A&R's at these labels that's in those rooms and, and just label execs that telling them like, nah don't come with that bring it come to the table with this instead this is what's mm -hmm. gonna work and it's like as you if you're an artist and you sign that label you kind of gotta go like all right like i guess so i guess this will work and it's like we're always told well you know with the streaming platforms today you can kind of listen to whatever you want you can find but let's think about this when we were coming up radio dictated what was like good to a lot of people yeah. now if you if you if you if you dug a little bit more you would find some music where it was like oh okay dope this is this was underground some little some little hidden gems but for the most part when it's being presented to you that no this is it this is what's dope this is the mainstream it's mm -hmm. like oh okay so now it's kind of like unfair because it's like you said it's one-sided and it's only one type of sound is being pushed uh, even me being from Detroit, like I love the fact that, yeah, we're getting a lot of light on us now music wise. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, man, I hate hearing the oh, yeah, this is the Detroit style beat or this yeah. is a Detroit sound. And it's like, man, <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Like you go on YouTube, not Detroit type beat. And it's, you guarantee you're going to know the sound is going to be that sinister piano type sound. <laughs> and it's like the rapper rapping ahead of the beat and it's like i get it i understand that's the style but i hate that we're just we become pigeonholed to that particular type of sound yeah. and i i do remember at one point i would say like i was still in high school around like 2003 uh graduate 2004 but i do remember like it being the thing and i, and I guess i would say it was because of uh shady aftermath during this time mm -hmm. where they brought ob trice into the fold from detroit d12 into the fold and it was like okay now people are seeing that yeah yo we got MCs. And then at the same time, you had Slum Village doing their thing. Two completely different styles. And it was, it was starting to spread, you know, of course, obviously throughout the States. And then there was overseas where the overseas, they kind of more so accepted the uh, the underground, mm. what we would consider the underground yeah, sound sure. here. But now it's like when you mentioned Detroit, this is like one type of style. Yeah. Is it that way in Atlanta? Like where it's just like at one point you had you had a... a you had a T.I., but at the same time, mm -hmm. Ludacris not necessarily from Atlanta, but he's Atlanta. Right, right. Ludacris. No, we accept Ludacris. Yeah, you had a T.I. <laughs> you just had a balance of different types of styles as well at one point. But as of now, it just kind of seems like just it's, it's just one set. Nope. This is how she sound. It's, um, it's here. You know, there's definitely diversity uh, here. Um, you know, what's funny is that I feel like, once again, the artists that have that longevity, in a sense, um, have that yeah. balance. So I was just talking to somebody the other day, like a random person I met at a restaurant, like sitting at the bar, and he happened to be an artist as well. And he was like, oh, he was like, where you be at? And I told him, you know, like certain spots like Edgewood and, you know, places uh -huh. that, you know, used to be like the scene for sure. And so there, his side of artists are usually in strip clubs. 
And he was mm-hmm. like, oh, we heard about y'all. And I was like, yeah, we know about y'all too. So it's people from two sides, you know? So people like Future, you know what I'm saying, would yeah. might come from that area or the TIs or whatever, you know, would come from that whole Magic City thing. But yeah. then you have us, you know, the other, I guess, other side artists. And that's where you get artists like Jig. That's where you get artists yes. like Earth Gang. That's where, you know what I mean? It's It's like, it's just different. So it's like, we're here, but people may not know you know, specifically yeah. like, oh, they from Atlanta? Like, yeah, that's the yeah. other side of Atlanta. You mentioned uh, when you said T.I. and Future is like what's so dope about them and even Killer Mike. Uh, they mm-hmm. All three of them, completely different sounds. However, mm-hmm. they all have that Dungeon Family DNA. Yeah. That's so dope to me. <laughs> and even that's if you true. go further down the line with your Jids, your, uh, your Earth Gangs, like you said, they're influenced mm-hmm. by that. I used to, and I, I need to bring it back around because I used to have this question where I would be like, what collective, and people always thought I meant label, I would be like, what collective uh, or group did you feel had the most influence on hip hop till this day? Mm. And you know, people would immediately go, oh, Rockefeller, Wu-Tang, and I'd be like, uh, no, and I would say Dungeon Family, and people would think like, oh damn, you right, because when you think about it, Future, T.I., mm-hmm. Killer Mike, for one, by the time this episode, I'm sure this, by the time I edit and release this episode, I'm pretty sure it's going to be before the Grammys. I really want Killer Mike's album, Michael, to win a Grammy for the simple yes. fact that it needs to shift because the Grammys is like, it's that that yeah. platform was like people looking like, oh, so that's the type of rap that they rocking with. You know what I'm saying? We've seen it happen with Kendrick One, with, the, mm-hmm. uh, with, with uh, was it, what album? It wasn't To Pimp a Butterfly because that one, was it To Pimp a, what did he win the Grammy for? I do not to be honest with you i'm not gonna lie me and the grammys got a little beef just because of how they you know how they've been doing stuff so i yeah. can't say that i watch them all he, the time <laughs> he, he lost the joint to macklemore and i feel like was that the first oh album was that good kid mad city it could have been good kid mad city because i feel like it was around the same time <laughs> might have been to pimple but i'm not and sure that might have been the last time i watched <laughs> i'm not too sure whatever album he won the grammy for is like there's always a shift and it's like oh this is where rap should be at on on a um high performing level right mm-hmm. so i want killer mike to do it because for one you got killer mike who also in run the jewels mm-hmm. completely different style from what we heard to the michael album he even said it i think on the michael album like, this ain't run the jewels this my nigga flows or something like that I'm like, yes man <laughs> so it's like i want the album to win so bad like because i know mm-hmm. it looked good on paper but we need to see him win for it to be like but in the back of my mind, I'm like, man, watch they do something. It's not yeah. a slight to like Drake or anything, but it's like, man, watch they do something like uh her loss or something like that. Like, all right, man, we saw that coming a mile away. But it's like, all right, Cap, no. <laughs> I really want that Michael album to win. Now, yeah, it's, it's a quality album. Yeah, it deserves we, it. We talked about it earlier with how you got your name. And um, we spoke as well about like you, you tapped in into the into the Marvel characters, right? I love it. That's my favorite. <laughs> So being that we know how you got the name, list three other Marvel characters. Don't have to be based on a cinematic universe or anything, but list me three other characters from Marvel that you feel you identify with the most. I'm going to share mine as well. This is fun to me. What what three characters do you identify with the most? Um, okay, I gotta throw a rogue out there just just because okay. you know um that's growing up, she was my favorite. Yeah. And so I liked her because it was like she was a part of the X-Men, but in a sense, she still felt like a loner. 
um, because she couldn't yeah. touch anybody. You know what I mean? She yeah. had certain restrictions, so, so she still. Gambit called. didn't care. <laughs> he did not care. Gambit did not care. He still showed oh, that shit right? every single time. Nah, Mona, me. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then Spider Man, because I also grew up watching Spider Man. I love Spider Man. I love how he's funny. He's sarcastic. And yeah. then um, also he's a photographer and I'm a photographer That's as well. Dope. So yeah, That's still like this Petey Parker and yeah, trying to, trying to get up to the daily bugle status. Not really because yeah. he wasn't getting paid, but <laughs> yeah, he was broke. He was super broke. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't getting paid nothing. Yeah, man. Um, and then last, I'll say Wolverine because like Wolverine mm. was a loner, but then at the same time, he kind of developed that soft side by like, you know, being around kind of like that family environment, but yeah. then he was still angry, you know, he still yep. had it in him and he used that, you know, in the battles. So, yeah, I like that. That's dope. I, I would, the Spider-Man, I wasn't expecting, but that's probably what you said oh. a while. Like that's super dope. That's crazy. Like Spider-Man, he was, he was broke, man. Even yeah. now I think about it, even at the end of No Way Home, I'm like, Dang, dog, you gotta start from scratch. Like, he, he right. broke. Like, you know, nobody remember him. He like in his bummy apartment. Like, <laughs> so I'm just curious to see. Hopefully, Tom Holland like step up to a plate and come back around because I keep yeah, seeing sure. rumors about like uh, I don't want to do this no more. It's like, oh, man, come yeah, it's like on. you have you the greatest hero job ever. Like, stop. yeah, man. It's like, hey, listen, man, you signed up for this. Once we know you as this character, this is who we know you as. Robert Downey yep. Jr. been around for years. Once he became <laughs> Iron Man, it's like Iron Man. Oppenheimer, that's cool, fam. But you, hey, yo, dog, you Iron Man, bro. Okay. I don't care what else. I see Mark Ruffalo in. You the okay. Hulk, bro. You are, you are Bruce Banner. Same thing <laughs> with uh, Chris Evans. We know for a fact we yeah. seen Chris Evans in other roles. It was like, no, nah, dog, this is because they did that great of a job. Just exactly. Spanning over a decade of more. It's like, yeah. you know, it made us kind of grow these characters. You know what I'm saying? I can imagine over like a, a teenager. I can imagine a teenager seeing this from the beginning, from like 08. Yeah. And then they becoming an adult, going to college. Now they're, you know what I'm saying? They're an adult, got kids probably and everything. <laughs> and it's like, then it's just, it's over. It's like, wait a minute. And they starting, you know, it's building well, pieces like back Loki, up. You know? Oh my goodness, man. Like, I this, love Loki. <laughs> it's so wild. Like, I only know these characters is that, but my characters that I would have, See, I can't really base it off the, see, I wasn't really as into the comics, however, but I was more so like cartoon based. Yeah. Um, and then obviously the cinematic universe, so I, I'll ride with that. Um, not even just staying within the uh, Marvel Disney part, neither. So I, I would say Wolverine. I got to mm -hmm. roll with him. Just for the simple fact like that, like how you said, he's like, he's a loner, but at the same time, he's still like you know, i got my family here mm -hmm. like i was even watching the, uh, the x-men animated series and uh rogue was not rogue my father uh, jubilee was telling him like uh -uh. this is all i know or something like that this is what i know this is my family where he was like same here like i feel yeah, the exact yeah. same way or whatever i'm like damn man <laughs> so he basically like because he it was it's always been that way even in the films it's like mm -hmm. and i don't fuck with y'all but i do and right, it's for right, the greater right. good so i would say wolverine and i will also say Doctor Strange for the same reason. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah, that's a good Be one. Because it's just always so funny to me that he's this like selfish being, right? Mm -hmm. Selfish and arrogant at the same time, right? But it's like he know, like he even kept saying, like to like his whole thing was like, look, 
I rock with y'all, but it's my job to protect <laughs> the universe, mm-hmm. to, to protect this earth or whatever, based on through these portals and whatnot or whatever. And just this yeah. whole backstory, like, like, dang, man, I I got to be a hero. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was, he was kind of like forced to be one. So like you, you a legend now just because of this accident that you had, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, and now he you gotta embrace it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Even though he's, he still was fucking up. Like just even what we saw in no way in, uh, well, yeah, no way home. We oh, saw like yeah, his arrogance, crazy. like doing this spell. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. I, mean, I can see myself if I was in that position, like, look, dog, I'm gonna help you. But fam, like, and then getting mad, not being accountable when putting on Spider-Man, like, wait a minute, knowing he a teenager, he telling exactly. him like, yo, <laughs> you ain't think about none of this before you came to me. Like, yeah, I'm like, come on, needs supervision. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, bro. Like, but I like I really rock with him on that. I always like Dr. Strain the film, though. I ain't like seeing him in the cartoons. I like he's so boring. But like in the yeah. film, I like how they jazzed him up. I was gonna say they gave him more personality. Um, and then I gotta rock with Tony Stark. Got oh, that's a good one. Okay, clap for that. Because I'm like, I'm like, if, if I'm like, I'm I that's him if I'm rich. Like, like, but because because he had to grow to become who we the person that we saw make those sacrifices, right? We said, and if somebody just tapped into the episode listening or whatever out of nowhere, they what are they talking? About? No, this we are talking about superheroes, but that's what's so dope <laughs> about Marvel, though. They give you this, they paint these pictures of these characters. It was like they give them this human, even with mutants. You know what I'm saying? They give them this mm-hmm. type of human. Uh, where you feel like, damn man, I can relate to that. So definitely Iron Man, just seeing like at one point he had always been, he wasn't a team player. It just was like, even when you see the first Avengers, they like, yeah, we ain't fuck with him, man. W- wasn't it like Iron Man too? And it was like, yeah, the Avengers initiative, they didn't want to rock with him because they was like, he's selfish, he's yeah. arrogant, as just as Doctor Strange. And we saw that play out in Infinity War. They yeah. making these wise yeah. cracks at each other and everything. But when it really boiled down to who the one that snapped in Endgame, Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And died, unfortunately. <laughs> but, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, man. And they can't bring them back either. I don't want them to, but I don't know. More see, flashbacks what's fucked, or something. <laughs> what's fucked up about that though is that it it it, it plugged at our heartstrings, but really it was about contracts and money. Like, hey, y'all, I yeah, did I all these things. You want to do it or something? Anymore. I don't want to like, do this done. no more. So yeah. y'all, this is what we about to write in. I'll do the snap. <laughs> Probably was somebody else they had in mind. He was like, "No, nah, I do it. No, nah, I want oh, out of here." Man. Like what if they was at the table reading? They reading the script. Like, what if it was Captain America that was supposed to do? It? And he just was like, no, nah, just because knowing his backstory, like the right, not that makes heroic, sense. Yeah. strong. I'm willing to j- I jump on the bomb. Mm-hmm. It seems ideal, but then it's like, nah, we are gonna have Tony do it. And it's like, yeah. I bet, yeah, right, yeah, hell yeah, I don't, cause I'm tired of doing this shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> but but yeah, I definitely like see myself relating to those three characters. That's now, good. if because because another thing i saw in your stories before was like heavy on the anime oh yeah <laughs> i try like i don't even try to pretend like i'm an anime person because it, it always looked dope but i just always remember shout out to my cousin e but i used to stay with my cousins like when i was in ninth grade and um every time like his, his mom never would want the tv on hmm. late at night Y'all uh, in school okay. morning, I was like, all right, man, but hey, Dragon Ball Z will come on late. Mind you, to us, we thinking it's brand new, but the whole time these episodes been out, like yeah. these reruns, we ain't hit. We just know, we hear about it in school, we gonna watch Dragon Ball Z. I think just around the time we had, this was the sales series. 
Okay. So yeah, we watching like man, we just I'm like dog. We just kept asking, yo, is they we both trying to get into it at the same time? Mm-hmm. We like, damn dog, niggas said they be scrapping on the shows. They gonna ever fight? <laughs> and it's like they they would never. Yeah, fight. they do be talking trash <laughs> for like a long time. Just <laughs> always you see somebody powering yeah. up, and then you know, y'all cut that TV off, and it's like, damn man, you mm-hmm. had to hear about it the next day. Like what happened? Like like no, nah, they gonna scrap it. It's the people that was hip seen these episodes prior they're like well, they ain't gonna scrap until so we would always try to watch it and then we just gave up like man fuck it, man. <laughs> so when i see people talk about like dragon ball z i'll be kind of like hating like man, i never got a chance to really catch up with it but if i were to jump back into anime for any listeners that's looking to get into it mm-hmm. what shows would you recommend them so what are like i guess i would say three shows what are three okay. good shows you recommend I mean, to talk about Dragon Ball Z, you could. I'm not super duper Dragon Ball. I did watch uh-huh. it, but um, you know, I had similar issues. I was like, all right, y'all just kind of being goofy and just like uh-huh. talking a lot. So you could start on that, but we gonna skip over that one. So <laughs> what I would say is Naruto. Um, I love Naruto, so okay. um, it's very long. So which is good, you know. So you can really mm. get into the story. It's about like friendships and bonds and getting stronger and being the best. Mm-hmm. And I just, it's a journey. It's like an adventure. So, um, you know, if you're into adventure stuff, I recommend that. Um, another one that's good. It's a popular one. It's newer. So I would say Demon Slayer. I okay. haven't met a person that doesn't like Demon Slayer. And if I did, I got I that in my queue. I got that yeah. in my queue on Netflix. I, I see <laughs> that. I, I know you mentioned I got to check that out. And it yeah, looks dope too. One. Just the trailer they were showing. Yeah, this dude look kind of fire. It's yeah. so good. I mean, I was even in the movies watching it when, like, they had <laughs> whatever they had in the movies. I was like, "All right, let me let me get my ticket." <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I'll say, mm, so I'm caught between two. So I could say Tokyo Ghoul because that's one of my favorites, but mm-hmm. unfortunately, they jacked up the third season. So I slick don't want to tell people to watch the whole thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you can hop on Tokyo Ghoul, watch season one and two. Um, it's basically about like a half and half. So he went out with a girl and the girl was a ghoul. And I don't know. I'm not going to tell too much, but it gets good. So they really um, have like some real deal like life stories in here. It's not just them just scra- in my mind. When I think anime, I just think, hey, they scrapping. You know nah. what I'm they have anime for everything. So, like, if you like basketball, they have basketball anime. If you I've like heard cooking, about they have that. cooking, yeah, they have cooking anime. Everything. Yes. So, okay. <laughs> so, I remember when I was a kid, I remember like it was this one cat that stayed up the block. At the time I was in, he was in middle school. I, I feel like he was around like eighth grade, hmm. and he was always hyping up Sailor Moon. <laughs> and I was like, why? <laughs> My cousin watched it. <laughs> I'm like Sailor Moon. I'm like, what is he talking? So I'm watching like this. As a kid, I'm like, this is a girl cartoon, but he's always say how fire it was. And I would watch it. I still got the theme song in my head. And like I'm like, man, so that that's anime too, right? It is. That yeah. Kind of- my cousin used to watch it. I wasn't super into that one because it okay. I don't know. It was a little light for me. Like my older brother put me onto anime. So I was yeah. watching it like they were downloading it on computers and whatever oh, before they it was heavy even into here. it. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I was with the, the older Gen X OGs watching. <laughs> And I know Street Fighter has some before. I actually seen like some Iron Man like anime. So there's like yeah, a bunch yeah. of it. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Like this is really like out there like that. Because mm-hmm. I see, I hear about it. All. I remember one time Meg Stallion came out talking. Like, yeah, Meg, she's the anime. I'm like, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute now. 
see, it's getting out of hand now. Cause like and I said, hold on. <laughs> I, was, I was like, nah, hold on now. Like just and it just seemed like it was out of nowhere. You it was it was divided because I remember seeing a lot of people like, man, she's just using that to draw like certain people into her music. But then you had people saying, like, no, no, I, I stayed out, I live out there. She really into it. I'm like, it could be a thing, man. I don't know. It's getting so. mainstream now, and it didn't used to be mainstream, you know. Uh -huh. So, like now it's becoming almost as regular as like a Marvel or a DC. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not there yet, but I'm just like, y'all wasn't in the in the trenches, you know what I mean? See, that's <laughs> see, I do shout out to Peace of Mind. I do the Marvel of the Minds uh show with him. He's he's the his he's heavy, like he's been into the comics, a lot of the cartoons. Yeah. And and obviously the MCU, so I always make it clear, like on the show, I was I say, hey, I ain't dive into the comics like that growing up. Most <laughs> of the time, I probably couldn't afford them. And then two, like I did jump into the MCU like early on, and then obviously there were cartoons like Avengers, Earth Mightiest Heroes, obviously mm -hmm. the X Men animated series, Spider Man, uh, Iron Man, Hall, like all that stuff from the early '90s. So it was like that's where my lineage is. But I, I dare not touch the comics. But what I will do. I will cheat and go on Google. We could be all this stuff and look up stuff. I mean, like it's there, you know. Oh, it's <laughs> right here. And I'll be saying stuff that people didn't even like, oh word. I'm like, yeah. So I'll be looking at stuff in the movies, like, I wonder what's that about. And I go look and be like, oh, see, they say this came from a comic. So, like right now, for example, mm -hmm. a lot of YouTube channels like are using the clickbait of uh is Marvel, is the MCU, are they replacing Kang with Dr. Doom? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me not reading the comics, but also looking stuff up. I'm like, they so stupid because clearly in the comics, like in Secret Wars, Dr. Doom is like the main villain, duh. Like, yeah. <laughs> you look at it, and people are like, yo, you ain't even read the comics. I'm like, oh, I'll take a little <laughs> bit of research. And then you jump in YouTube comments, people really be looking. Y'all think they're really going to replace them? You think Doom will really become the main villain? I'm like, yeah, that's kind of how it plays out. They just, I might... <laughs> They're gonna switch it up a bit, but yeah, that's that's what they're gonna do eventually. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing. Sometimes <laughs> in the movies, they kind of try to like switch it up a little bit. Yeah. Like, even if you do know the comics, because I'm not a super comic person either, but yeah. my older brother had the comics, so I kind of uh -huh. just learned from them and some of my friends. So yeah, I mean it's it just keeps you know you what they're doing. It's with the trial that's going on with majors, yeah. so they're fusing the two situations that don't match with each other so it was like at some point he was gonna get phased out they, yeah they were gonna right. do the king dynasty thing but still at some point it wasn't just gonna be him like i mm -hmm. i have enough of an understanding like even my boy like when they did uh thor love and thunder that's my boy uh shout out to chris i'm like yo who is gore the god butcher he like oh man nigga he sent me a link <laughs> like yo read i'm reading up on saying Man, this movie about to be fire. And then I saw the movie. I say they ain't do nothing of what like how they. I said the way they explained it as the type of villain he was. I I didn't get that from the movie. And I was like, I don't yeah, know. Maybe they I was like, that's so unfair. So it felt like I was a person that was invested in the comics, like watching that movie. <laughs> like, damn man. Like so, yeah. That that doing that podcast is super fun, man. Like Marvel of the Minds, a show that's that you might like. Shout out to my guys, uh, Hero. H-I-R-O and a novelist uh, from Clear Soul Forces. They have a, a show. I'm going to plug their show called Swartcast. Oh, okay. That sounds and fun. Discuss it, it, a lot of the time, they drop the, the audio on, on the podcast platforms late, but they, it's on Novelist's uh, YouTube channel. I could drop you the link because I, I just saw that they had dropped the episode. I'm like, I'm an audio person. They know whatever. So I just <laughs> I watch the YouTube 
but everything that you are into they anime uh marvel not so much dc uh but marvel for sure and uh wrestling as well and, oh, and cool. sports and sports yeah, I like wrestling. So it's like <laughs> yeah they that's their thing that's what they like they so into it that they discuss it i'm i'm the type of person that i, I nerd out like listening to other people nerd out over stuff yeah and i don't know nothing about it like they'll be talking about wrestlers i'd be like i don't know who they is but they sound like experts talking about it so i'll just be mm -hmm. tapped into it so yeah you you'll like that show i'll drop you a link you you'll definitely yeah, send me that. that sounds funny yeah. and they're funny too it's like yeah, you troy we got this humor thing they just know to put that in everything so it's, okay. they're funny as well yeah so Super dope show. What are three? No, two, I would say two. What are two things that you aren't doing as of yet that you would like to do to be of service to other people? And this don't have to be music related, but just two things that would help be of service to others, you know, that you aren't doing mm -hmm. as of yet. Uh, one thing I want to do is tour, do a long tour. Like I've traveled to other cities and I've done shows and, you know, other states, other cities, but I want to do a tour where I can really just like, you know, every day, every other day, just like reach people and like connect with them. Cause I talk to people on social media, yeah. um, people email me randomly or something, you know, but I really want to be face to face. Cause I feel like that makes a difference. Like I had a conversation with a girl, uh, I performed my song revolt. She had this whole uh -huh. conversation with me about like politics and the president and and Whoa. wars and like you know we talked for like 10 15 minutes and it was just really dope, you know the power so, of social media for sure that's how, technically that's how we i'm just I looking know, right? <laughs> i feel like it was through it was through some sync license shit for sure because i remember like damn i forget because i didn't even say how i found you i think i was just going through like the platforms and i just was uh -huh. like trying to collaborate with other artists within different states and i was just like Oh, she dope. That just seemed like just heard some music, whatever. And he, <laughs> it was funny. You posted some research. I said, I gotta ask her about this. Uh, what, what's what's the video? My man's is in the chair tied up <laughs> in his mouth. And I know it wasn't new because you said I had this was a throwback. I'm like, what is this? Like, yeah. dude's in the chair, his mouth was ducked, and you said, just no, I'm gonna always find out. I'm, I'm gonna like, find out. <laughs> like, what's going on? I'm like, <laughs> um that song is called glass it's uh -huh. from um the last project i released uh the grand escape and yeah it's about like you know a cheating boyfriend and you know i went in his phone and found you was talking to somebody and now you gotta pay so you, you know, know it's an inspiration like a, from up, a thin line between love and hate <laughs> so he ain't had like no password and then he just like just, i mean i know it's, it's, it's a so wait this is based on true story or this is like you know when you write you can write for <laughs> From the perspective of other people so i was like i gotta ask her, this was this um, <laughs> you know <laughs> don't incriminate yourself yeah, I, i'm like i, I, I don't I, think I, oh, I, she didn't really tie him up and then <laughs> well okay so the song is true story it's like uh -huh. i'm not gonna say how much of a percentage it's a large percentage true story yeah niggas being um, niggas <laughs> for the most part <laughs> yeah, i'm over it now but like the video was made up so i did not i will not incriminate myself like yeah, yeah. i just said 95 percent of the things that i say are not true or whatever yeah. Um, oh yeah he on that campaign now that's hilarious to me right right <laughs> but yeah i just i had the idea and my friend was a good sport about it and yeah we just got to act out some things and it was it was fun it made for a fun video Nah, it looked dope though. I, you know, I'm I'm paying attention. I'm listening to the lyrics. I'm like, 
that's that's some intricate wordplay though at the same time because i'm like it made me tell like damn in my mind i'm asking stupid questions like why ain't he lock his phone though but then when you cracked it i was like oh yeah so she the divine um, intuition told me yeah. what the, <laughs> the oh it's always that it's always the <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was laughing like yeah i can't wait to ask her about this boy i was like this <laughs> this is funny that's awesome yeah, like man. 30 minutes like i came up with the hook this is real life words <laughs> yeah, because it was because yeah. it was another one too. Um, this was recent, recent. The, uh, it's like y'all in the house, and um, I can't think. It, it, I remember you was promoting the video. You was okay. finishing up the video, whatever, and it was like the um, I can't. I'm drawing a blank on it. But it was like y'all was in the house. Was like, I remember the white doors and everything. It's recent too. It was like we one did. of the more recent videos. <laughs> I was gonna say we did a couple of them in the house. I like look like house party scenarios. So we do okay. that. Um there was one called Right Now, and then uh -huh. there was another one. Did I have long hair? Because that was something we was I believe so. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that was for Cookie. Okay. Yeah, a song called Cookie. Yeah. Yeah, some joints, man. I like, yeah, she's dope, man. I was just like song, like I'm like, okay, I'm like, I see, I get it. She raps, she MC. I said, but I hear songwriter because there's you know it's a difference. Yeah. So I said, and that matters so much. That's to a me, big like, deal. I always, I talk about this a lot where because I come from the cloth of um they would say like the uh <laughs> what was what was a uh, D dot just saying on uh, the pod the backpackers like as he was saying or whatever uh, they they tore him up in the comments just because I don't know if you saw it like he sent the shots at Dilla and it was like woo they lit him oh, up oh yeah 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 I know what you're talking about okay. up there's a whole different you know it's never when it comes to like the major players in the game and they say certain things like that didn't just come from nowhere. It's probably a lot of history associated with that. We in the chats tying stuff together, like, uh, right. You, you know, on a love album, there was a deal of sample that Buster's on. My boy said, Hey, you remember too on Buster album, just tying stuff up. And we like, So you got to think about it. He probably was around the time where, where the hitman was uh, like, was cranking out the joints for Bad Boy. We like in the 90s the quote-unquote backpackers you're talking about were heavy on the remixes okay oh those yeah, yeah, yeah. Were, those were anytime it was like a hit single that was out you had a remix and it was either mm -hmm. primo dj premier who did it or pete rock um q-tip as well yeah and and dilla at the time it went by jd so i started piecing everything together i said hmm even though yeah i'm a part of this hit producer crew but at the same time here come these backpack niggas with these with these <laughs> crazy remixes that people really fuck with on the side b or whatever and man i'm i'm tired of hearing about them you know what i'm saying oh like, i'm just saying that could be a thing so but a yeah but, <laughs> yeah that's that's how i took it i was like he's just he's sideline but they 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 got him together in them comments though i know you weren't expecting that but yeah. that's I come from that cloth of just like MCing, rapidly rapping, you rapping just to get the respect of the your rapper peers, which is fine. But it's a ceiling for that I feel like. So in recent years, I would say maybe like the last five to seven, I just really start trying to find a pocket. More so, even within the last three, I more so start trying to find a pocket of like songwriting mm -hmm. because just getting involved in the sync license space, your songwriting ability matters. You know what I'm saying? And it's almost right. like you're writing for other people. You know, technically you're not, but you got to think about it from the perspective of other people. Cause I got songs where I'm like, I listen to them like, 
man, why that one never got placed? That one's fire. But then I listen to the lyrics like, oh, well, one, you name drop this. Two, you're talking specifically from your own perspective, you mm-hmm. know, view or whatever. And then it, I would hear, I would think about the songs that I did have placed. I'm like, oh, that's none of that. That's why that landed the place. So I'm like, oh, okay, shit, I'm starting to understand songwriting a little bit more. So it's like you got to kind of remove your ego a little bit. Right, right. Just just to, you know, show and prove. So that's that's one thing that's dope. I think that's stand out about you. Just the fact that, yeah, I know you can spit. And then obviously, we know, you produce. But then at the same time, it's like there's that songwriting spins back around to the. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that takes some heavy songwriting skills and then to bring that to life on video dog tied up in a chair. I was like, damn, man. <laughs> yeah, songwriting <laughs> is a big deal for me because when I first started like writing and rapping, like I had this chip on my shoulder, like, oh, I'll show you, you know, girls can be dope, you know, just as dope as the guys and da 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 da. And like, I guess it was the same thing of like realizing, like, okay, if I'm going to make music, you know, music that people are really going to enjoy outside of quote unquote backpackers, you know, yeah. quote unquote outside of the people who just want to hear the super ly- lyricism, you know, you have to create a record and you have to mm-hmm. like, you know, speak in the language of the people. Exactly. Um, so I just kind of like, I was a writer anyway, I would write poetry. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I was like, well, how can I do this? And how can I play with this melody? Cause I'm listening to all these different types of music yeah. outside of just like rap or hip hop. So it's like, how can I pull these things and put it into a great song? And that's just kind of, I started having fun yeah. with it and getting better at it. And you know, there's some stuff that will never see the light of day, you know, mm-hmm. but <laughs> But, you know, the things that I put out, like, I'm excited about and I'm glad that they're resonating with people as well. You yeah. know, so that's the biggest part. It's like, OK, did you find something in this? And I was and just going to so say, like, what did you pull from it? Yeah, because mm-hmm. it goes back to the questions I was asking earlier as far as like what songs, you know, make you feel great about life. But because yeah. because when you think about it, if we think about the songs that the, the tons of songs that we probably grew up on, it takes us back to a certain place. Mm-hmm. uh we we can you it time you time travel and you immediately think about where you was how you felt oh i was at this party or i was oh i was dating this person or something like that and mm-hmm. sometimes when you just kind of like you know just rapidly rap spin spin is like it don't that don't do that for people right in the moment yeah you could like i could think of a ton of my favorite mcs where they was like spitting tearing some shit up but it just don't make me i don't I don't feel it just be like dang but then it could be a song where it ain't that it ain't as rapidly rapping i be like mm-hmm. i felt that shit it made me think about this you know what i'm saying like just <laughs> like i literally it was funny i was listening to a song and it made me think about a girl i dated in the 10th grade and i was like i shouldn't have knew i, I shouldn't have been so it was it was a line so i was like yeah see I should have known, but being naive, I would see the fact that she could braid hair real good. She was braiding all the dudes' hair. I should have saw that as a sign. But it came from a feeling evoked by the song, and I'm being silly okay. about it. But it just it goes back to like, <laughs> just like the feeling or whatever. It was even a, a like I had a friend who's um he became a pastor oh, later wow. in life or whatever. Came became a totally different person. But for whatever reason, every time I hear a ball of MJG's, uh, you don't want drama. Uh, okay, yeah. I think about <laughs> I was in his truck with him when we driving to the senior picnic, losing our minds. We had this <laughs> song on repeat because it was brand new at that time, and we just in the truck, just wild, like man, just going. And I'm like, what? 
he's a pastor now. Yo, that's hilarious, dog. Like, so it's just funny how music, like I say again, it just brings feeling, it takes you back to a certain place. And all the time, it can't do it if you're just so focused on just like, yo, I'm trying to show that I'm just the best MC. You know what I'm saying? So one of the favorite, like one of my most favorite songs that I ever wrote is a song called Dear Goddess. And Mm -hmm. I was in California hanging out with some of my friends that were like in a band. And um, Mm -hmm. I think we were in like, what was it? North Hollywood or something. And so Mm -hmm. like we literally were up all night. Well, we watched the sunset. Like we were up like till who knows when, fell asleep for a couple of hours, woke up and watched the sunrise. And Whoa. like the first lyric that popped into my head was like, I'm watching sunrise and sunsets. They tell me life isn't, you know, it's just boom. It just okay. started going. All right. Okay. So, send me, hey, that. send, is that, that's on the platforms? I was going to say, send yeah, me the, uh, okay. it. Yeah, it's, it's on the same project that Glass is on. So. <laughs> send me all, see. Yeah. See, <laughs> send me the link for that because I want to hear that because that's just based on how you broke the story down. I want to hear that because... I'm gonna send you a link to a song that just recently became one of my own personal favorites. As because you know, sometimes you just get so locked in the mold to where you ain't really sitting back to absorb like what you created. Mm-hmm. Just the other night, I'm just sitting there, I'm drinking my vanilla chai, and I'm just sitting okay. there listening. <laughs> it's, it's a song called Soul Speak, ah. and I was just listening to it like, damn, I said that like, and I'm listening <laughs> to it like, damn, I feel that dog like, and I'm, I'm like. Oh, okay. This is what the other people were saying that heard is like, yo, man, this song right here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I I shared the link with you on that one too. I wish you prefer okay. Apple, Spotify, which do it matter? Oh, um, Apple preferred. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I have same, them all, same. but like I pay for Apple. So <laughs> same. I'm, I'm heavy on Apple music. So I'll share that with you. Send me the dear goddess or, or whatever. So yeah, sure. I said I wasn't gonna keep you too long. What you got upcoming? You know what I'm saying? Where can they find you too as well? I like, let them know where they can find you out on the platforms. Oh, yeah. I'm everywhere. Anything is streaming. So your YouTube, your Apple, Spotify, um, just search Rogue Dynamo. That's R-O-G-U-E. Sometimes people misspell it. I don't know. But um, it's Rogue Dynamo. Um, you can also Google it. It'll pop up. My website, everything. Um, follow me on social media. I got a Twitch. I got a TikTok. I got a IG, whatever. I'm out I got to do better about Twitch because I want to I want to try to stream uh, with the other podcasts from there, too. I got to do better with that fire it's fun. And, it's fun. Yeah. and also i'm gonna talk to peace because he love when i bring other people to the table that's in with in, in that in that realm the marvel cinematic <laughs> piece we got another one dog somebody hit me up in, in the chat too like hey man uh shout out to um i'm trying to uh dova my guy dova whatever uh mc or whatever he was like hey man he's 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 a kang fan you know what I'm saying? So he was like, hey okay. man, I need I want to come on the podcast, man. It was some stuff you were saying that I I said, Oh shit, man. He was wow. like, I ain't I ain't agree with it. So I was like, damn, that might be a thing. I want to do that to start pulling other music artists that's in that world and like it. So we, we gotta <laughs> have you on. So I promise that we, we definitely gonna have you on the show, or whatever, because we still got um what if is coming. Yes, so, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna let uh I'm gonna let some of them episodes cook and we're gonna talk about that, and then they still got echo that's coming as well. So yeah, right. we just know I'm gonna be reaching out. We're gonna pull you on. I'm with it. I'm so excited. You got, you got a website? <laughs> you got a website that they can check you out at? Oh, yeah, roguedynamo.com. Everything is rogue dynamo. Very I always I always say that because at any given moment, it always be some shit with the platforms on social media. It can yeah. go down. It happens with Instagram almost mm-hmm. once every year. So yeah, thank you for coming on to the show. Like thank for you. I might have to post some video clips because this is just fire with the green background. Yes. <laughs> um, and give me a press pick if you can too, because I want to use that for the cover okay. art for the show. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, th- 
Yeah, thank you again. Hey, y'all, until next time, it's been a name tag is necessary. Again, the link is in the description, a name tag is necessary.com. Shout out to Rogue Dynamo for coming on. It's been real. Peace. Test. <laughs>